This is your girl Brain. If you're listening to this, you know what day it is and what's on the menu. Welcome to Thursdays Off the of Tea, where I'm serving you the hottest takes on things from relationships to current events. So let's sit back, relax, and get on with the show. Hey y'all, it is your girl Brie. That means you already know what day it is and what's on the menu. Welcome to Thursdays R for Tea. If you didn't hear before that, I am your host. If you want to find, if you've never heard of us, you can find this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Gmail, all of the above. So first and foremost, I want to say thank you to all my current listeners. Thank you to my new listeners. Thank you to the future listeners. You know, if this episode comes out way before you start listening to me, I'm glad to have you here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Um, If you didn't know already, now this podcast is listed on iHeartRadio and I am elated. I mean, I didn't expect the degree of how this podcast would, let me not say blow up how this podcast will spark up you feel me um I really did not see this coming at all like my goal was just to get it on Spotify and the the website that I used distributed it to Spotify after like three weeks but um I am wow so if you haven't heard already if you used to listen to me on SoundCloud you can no longer find this podcast on SoundCloud I'm gonna do a quick little story time about that so when I used to listen to my favorite podcast, um, Horrible Decisions, well, I still do. That's my shit. I swore. I remember them saying, like, where did I get this from? But I swore I heard maybe from them or from someone else saying that SoundCloud allowed you to upload at least three hours, up to three hours of audio every month. And I think y'all friend Bree just might be delusional because why would they even say that? But SoundCloud is no longer available, to be honest. Um, This podcast has really been, quote unquote, like a gift. I haven't paid a dime. My podcast was distributed for free. And um, even the microphone was technically free. It wasn't spent. It wasn't bought with my money. So, um, yeah, no longer on SoundCloud, but you can find this on Spotify. Oh, why did I just draw a blank? <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts, kind of the same thing. Um, Breaker, Anchor, um, Google Podcasts, the list goes on. So there is a place for you to listen to me and now iHeartRadio. So, yes, let's get started. So I'm starting a whole bunch of new segments today. So bear with me. Keep up because I'm trying to add some structure to this beach. Okay. So our first new segment is what is on the menu today or this week. So basically it's the tea that we're talking about. It always has to do. It's always going to have to do with current events that spark up a conversation. So what's on the menu this week? Everybody's heard of this shit. I can't get away from it, but I call her Triple G Shorty because I feel like whatever the nickname that we gave her is like a tongue twister. I took a class where um, my professor made us do tongue twisters every day and like, hold on, let me try one. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather. Okay, okay. But what was the hardest one? The big black blah. You know what? Fuck it. Anyway, so... If you haven't heard of her, I sorry I went on that tangent, but if you haven't heard of her, um, she is the Gorilla Glue Girl. So like try saying that like five times my fast. Gorilla Glue Girl, Gorilla Glue Girl, Gorilla Glue Girl, Gorilla Glue. See? Ooh, I just found my new tongue twister. 
but yes she has gone viral in literally a week's time and mind you how viral she got had been cooking for a while so i first saw her on I first saw her on TikTok and TikTok, it really takes a while for you to go viral because I forgot they explained the algorithm being like, just cause you put um, some hashtags, just cause like if you post the video for the first time, it may not gain traction. But then let's say one of those hashtags start to trend a month later, then people will start to see your videos. So she had finally come up on my For You page literally two, a week ago and I watched it and I was so like oblivious. I was like, haha, dumb bitch. This is the first video where she was crying and shit like that. But after I saw her on TikTok, I realized that this was <laughs> this was jokes. This was this was jokes. So I brushed up I brushed away from it like I did not care. I just scrolled away, liked it. I didn't even I barely listened to it. Then a week later, I see her all over my Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter, and I'm like god damn what did she do so um that's when i started looking into it more i felt like i really wanted to get into this with y'all so hold on i have to play the video for you guys because i want you guys to hear the storyline so i will be um i'm just gonna play it if it sounds horrible excuse me that's my tiktok i just put the volume all the way i should have had this prepared but i'm a college student that means i procrastinate every Thing. That is funny. I shouldn't have said that. All right, this is it. Hey, y'all. For those of y'all that know me know, my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by choice. No. It's not by choice. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with the little got the big loose spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got the big loose spray, so I used this. Gorilla glue spray. she ended this video off by like trying to give us advice saying to never use gorilla glue in our hair and i'm like bitch well bitch save your advice because you ain't have to tell me that the fuck okay so let's talk about how i feel about this because i am absolutely flabbergasted that this is this that this is even a topic of conversation that this video even exists um i don't agree with her at all i don't agree with the fact that she felt that she should use gorilla glue in her hair i don't agree with that thought process i don't agree i can't i can't in my right mind understand where she came from with that but shit i get it unless you have type 4 hair you don't get it you don't get it you don't get it i had as soon as i saw the video in depth i had to assume that ggg triple g has type 4 hair because that is a mental breakdown for someone with type 4 hair who wishes their slick backs would look like those with type 3 hair so just so if you don't understand type 4 hair is a kinkier curl pattern and type 3 is more is more of a looser curl pattern so like I don't know how to give you guys an example but like curly but loose and then type 4 is kinkier so so in the video she 
says that she ran out of got to be free spray got to be free sprayed is what black people swear by now like we use it for our wigs we use it for our um, slick backs generally I use it for my slick backs when I want my flyaways to stay in place so I understood why that's a necessity but I'm saying like because she ran out of that got to be free spray she thought it was a good idea to use gorilla glue instead now let me tell you something about this got to be let me tell you how integrated this is black hair products are being integrated into everywhere now at this point you don't you no longer have to go to the i'm not gonna say what they are but you no longer have to go to people of asian descent to get your shit because they have been capitalizing on our hair for a very long time literally i walked into um Dwayne reed while well, i walk in there i live there but literally when i tell you they have a whole shelf now of got to be all of it the black the yellow the spray the bottle the regular bottle that you can use the actual gel and then next to it is all eco styler ma'am what she's not gonna tell me is that she don't live by a Dwayne reed that's what we not that's what we see this what we not gonna do because that there's no way and it's not just Dwayne Reed because the Rite Aid by my house literally Dwayne Reed and Rite Aid got bought out by Walgreens Walgreens is making their money baby not only was the Asian man capitalizing off your head but now Walgreens is doing it why would she ever not exhaust all of her options instead of spraying that Gorilla Glue hello like I'm like and then on top of that I don't know if you heard it in the video but she definitely said that it had been over a month of her hair being stuck like that for one let me tell you what I would do if I was as dumb as that and in her uh, and I did the same thing um first of all I would change my ponytail multiple times and let me tell you how she's crazy because so there was also uh like as I was watching her updates like which I'll tell you in a minute it took her a very long time to get that ponytail out which means she sprayed the gorilla glue on the ponytail never have I ever sprayed got to be on my actual like on whatever on my hair like on my um what is it on my ponytail whether it's my hair or faker I've never sprayed got to be on that so I want to know what she was doing with this gorilla glue because never have I ever done something like that and for her to say oh like this is what I did and did it out like miss there's no way you stuck on stupid this bad this bad so yeah so some updates so i found this post that said a woman who gorilla glued her hair reportedly plans to sue the company after hospital workers couldn't remove the glue warning label doesn't mention hair is what she said now miss mamas why should the warning label say why should it say here like i'm trying to think like i don't see let me see something so i have a bottle of alcohol here and it says when using this product do not get into the eyes do not apply over large areas of the body and do not use longer than a week unless directed by a doctor it don't say don't drink it but you don't see me drinking this shit this i would understand because when somebody tell you go drink some alcohol and you stupid you you go grab the a sip bro you know what? i can't pronounce that word whatever the the rubbing alcohol so if you're not like if you're not that stupid like how is this possible so gorilla glue the company decided to release a statement and this is what their statement said we are aware of the situation and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that mi that miss brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair this is a unique situation because this product is not indicated for use in or on hair as it is considered permanent our spray adhesive states in the warning label do not swallow 
do not get an eyes on skin or on clothing. It is used for craft, home, auto, or office projects to mount things to surfaces, such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. We are glad to see her in her recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical facility, and we wish her the best. Now, wait a minute. Is it just me, but I really wish that Gorilla Glue didn't issue that statement. Like, I understand why they did, but y'all shouldn't have, they shouldn't have had to. Because this should be general. And if you've seen the video and you know exactly who I'm talking about and you saw the video in your head, you already know she had to have sprayed a generous amount on her head for her hair to be stuck like that. She was slapping her head like it was just a ball, like it was a dodgeball. That's how much Gorilla Glue she put on her head. What the fuck? But yeah, so she went to the doctor's office. So last I heard, they're currently soaking her hair in acetone. Um, she's going to have to shave her head off. I don't care what anybody says because just that acetone alone is going to burn her scalp. And she's just going to have to go bald. Literally, somebody on Twitter said, Gorilla Glue girl must love the attention she's getting. The hospital said that they can remove the glue from her hair, but it'll take 20 hours. And she said, no, that's too long. Like, baby, your hair is cemented to your skin. Shout out to you because you <laughs> said it. Anyway, another thing. Our sources say Tessica's... Lord, her name is Tessica. Not my business. But I just got this post, too. Our sources say Tessica's, Tessica's hired a, an attorney and is weighing her legal options against Gorilla Glue. We're told the label on the product she's used says, Do not use on eyes, skin, or clothing with no mention of hair, which Tessica feels is misleading. I'm sorry. So now should the... You know what? Let me not say anything before y'all think I'm problematic. But Gorilla Glue says all of its products are considered permanent and the packaging states it too. But we're told Tessica felt it was okay because the the product said multi-use. Mad shit is multi-use. Mad shit is multi-use. What the fuck? Oh, Lord. That shit. I'm not saying like people don't have the right to be stupid because you have the right to be whatever you want to be. My mama told me at a young age I could be who I want to be. If you want to be dumb, be dumb. <laughs> but you can't be this dumb to the point where you lack simple common sense because this was simple common sense. But that's all I have to say about that. That's what's on the menu this week. Hopefully next week something is much better and more tasteful. Next. So I have a new segment and it is called Q&T. If you've heard the phrase Q&A, well, this is Q&T, where you ask the questions and I give you the tea. Purr. <laughs> so on most episodes, if not every episode, I will answer questions posed by my listeners. So these questions are random, um, some brief story time. I felt like I needed some more variety in my episodes. I feel like me just talking all the time and I was just... I felt like me talking all the time was boring. So I wanted to include more um, listener engagement. So ask me anything. I will probably answer it as best to my ability. I am trying to keep some um, anonymity on this podcast um, for reasons of privacy, my job. Like, yeah, y'all know my nickname, but I'm not going to tell y'all my whole thing, my whole business. You feel me? So, um, yeah, names will be changed. So let's just keep this. So keep the questions. I will answer everything to the best of my ability. So don't get mad if I'm not answering it as detailed as you want. I'm still allowed some privacy. So, um, yeah, so last weekend I put up a bunch of pictures of questions and I asked my listeners to pick questions to ask me. So I'm going to answer them right now. So let's, I have three today. 
um, one of them is going to go into our flavor of the day. So that'll be our last one. So the first question that I will answer that is simple as day is my relationship status. Of course, y'all wanted to know this. Um, shout out to you if you asked. Mind your business. I am kidding. I'm I'm not, but I'm kidding. Um, my relationship status, let's just put it down as happy. That's all I have to say about that. Whatever or whoever or whenever the happiness is coming from is perfectly fine with me like I said I love to keep some anonymity if I do expose myself later so be it but as of right now all you need to know is that I am happy thank you clap for me so (laughs) the second question is what do I love most about myself um the only thing that I wrote down here is my ability to find the humor and everything um, I want to do a quick story time about this, but this relates to my next one of my other segments. So I'll keep the story time in the in the works. But basically, um, my ability to find the humor and everything is literally everything to me. The one thing that pisses me off is miserable people. You always have a reason to smile. You always have a reason to laugh. There is never any reason for you I am a cynic I am a pessimist I don't like to think positively all the time but I do see the light and laughing and laughing is really good for the soul so if you don't laugh you know what I'm saying but my ability to find the humor and everything has really saved my ass many times I think everything is funny that may not be your cup of tea but it's somebody else's (laughs) so the last question that I have is have you ever been in love and this is going to go into our flavor of the day today so have I ever been in love so first I want to start this with saying I have never said the three words I love you to anybody but my mother my friends yeah that's it (coughs) that's it um if I can't think of anybody I say like I will never I've never said it to anybody but those people um so it let's let's get into why so I was let's call it I was a late bloomer let's call it that while my friends were dealing with boys when we were in high school I really wasn't I got into one joke of relationship in high school for three months with a super senior and that was it so I was real late with anything you know my friends had already had you know when you have a serious high school boyfriend even if sex wasn't involved it was still pretty serious and you still count them while my friends were having that, I didn't. I was just chilling. You feel me? My first relationship was when I was 19. Yes, I had turned 19 over the summer and then I got into the my first relationship that following fall. So I met this guy. We had, we, we talked, we dated, um, then we became official. And it was within the span of like a month. Um, that all of that happened so let me tell you why it's why I think this relationship is important to talk about with this first question so with him like I was extremely infatuated with him which is why I say I've never been in love I think I have been in extreme infatuation with somebody and that doesn't count as love so infatuation like I was I don't know if I should say obsessed. I don't think that's what infatuation is. Infatuation. It's an intense but short-lived passion or admiration for someone or something. And that is, wow, perfect. So I was I was in my first relationship for all of five months. And I was infatuated with him. And you know what's crazy? 
thinking about it now I am now almost 23 well not almost but I'm turning 23 this year which means this is four years ago and I have since had a lot of experiences since then um I don't even think I was infatuated with him I was more infatuated with the idea of being in a relationship so I did everything in my power to preserve whatever we had and in my head it felt like I liked him it felt like I was ready I was almost ready to say I love you because I thought that there was a strict timeline to do things after three months somebody needs to say I love you is what I thought in my head and when it hit four months I'm sitting here looking around like well who's gonna say it first because one thing I won't do is say it first oh this one thing I won't do is say it first if I felt like the other person was undeserving but I kind of stomached the fact that he was undeserving of my love even if my even for my infatuation but and this is no disrespect to him everything is a growing experience even if I talk about how much I don't like you you are still a growing experience well I didn't say I don't like him that's not true everything is a growing experience for me so even if I sound like I don't like them that's not the case I'm a human, I'm entitled to my emotions, but I still think to this day that he, that situation was not necessary for me to consider it love. Um, I thought it was love in my head, but it was really infatuation. And what's great, I wasn't even infatuated with him. I was infatuated with the idea of just being with someone. So I tolerated a lot of the things that now I can't even think of tolerating or something that would like send me in a fucking frenzy. I can't tolerate it, but I tolerated it then. I swept a lot of things in the rug, whether under the rug, whether it was him introducing me incorrectly, him not being totally honest or avoiding the truth whatever it was frankly I can't remember that's how long ago it was to me I just thought that I was in love and I wasn't and I didn't feel loved but somehow I was willing to give it you feel me so yeah I've only dealt with infatuation of with others I told you guys about that story time of being with somebody for on and off for almost a year or something like that and I still didn't even feel like I was in love with them. I felt like it could have been a possibility. But if I had to think of something as a possibility with you and the potential, and it has been over a year of dealing with just your potential, I ain't, I'm not Keisha Kayor. I will not stay with you for 10 years, wait for you to get skinny, well, or let your clone pop out of jail, and then want to date your clone or marry your clone. That's a joke. We don't do conspiracy theories over here. Maybe we do. Let's get into some later. But seriously, I'm not here to see the potential in you. Okay. Ooh, that sounded horrible. I am here to support your potential. But if you're to, your potential does not serve this relationship, if your potential is very just... How do I explain this? Damn. I am... Obviously, potential is what you need to get into a relationship. But potential only goes so far. So I... I think I, what I did over the years was infatuate myself with potential, with potential of a lot of people, the potential of what it could be and not what reality was, just to ultimately get disappointed in the end. And I think that that is an important thing to realize because why, why was I like that? I mean, we can get into daddy issues, but that'll be another episode. Maybe, maybe never. I don't need y'all all in my business like that. But this also goes into dealing with when it's your first relationship and you know let's say they you know take your virginity or whatever 
that attachment style that people talk about when somebody takes your virginity is <laughs> real life. Um, even if you don't agree with me, even if you were the 1% that didn't get addicted, I mean, attached to your person, cool. But it exists because you will step out of your motherfucking character, especially if you have little to no relationship experience prior to that, like me. That explains my infatuation with that person. And no, just no. Let's talk about how ghetto that was. Fucking ghetto. Yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Had to. But that's our flavor of the day of have you ever been in love? Seriously, um, if you are, I know you guys never listen to me, but if you're listening to this episode and if you, if you're listening to this episode and if, if you lost your virginity to somebody, tell me if you got attached to them. I want to hear it from a male's perspective. Shit, I should have did this with Joe. It's a joke. Yeah, I'm not going to fall in love with him. Anyway, I want to know if you have dealt with that attachment style to someone and if you haven't ladies hit me up and I know that sounds gender specific but honestly if you're an individual if you got attached or if you didn't get attached which is the norm let me know I want to know and I'll address it in my next episode if you do hit me up but yeah so last but not least before I get out of here this is going to be a real short episode I was before I start this new segment I was definitely planning on not doing an episode this week a lot has been happening like it feels like shit blowing up behind me but I don't think it's too early to do that to y'all that whole oh yeah we can't release an episode this week you feel me it's a little too early for that so I wanted to I wanted to send out something let y'all know that I'm still here let y'all know that I'm still thinking about y'all if you have any ideas for what you want to hear for the next few episodes you know let me know I'm open to suggestions I am your friend I'm here to talk about what you want to hear not to say that's unlike most podcasts but I feel like I want to be focused on listener engagement and allowing you guys to have a say in what you hear so with that being said let's get into our final thing for the day and our new segment this segment is called tinder tales or if it's blk we'll call it blk battles so basically this is a segment where every week or most weeks i will do a story time about my experiences with online dating and a lesson that i learned from the experience so i've done like i've said before i've done i've tried every app you could think of tinder bumble hinge be okay um there are others i've never tried plenty of fish and i made the joke because of catfish i never will try plenty of fish of course so yeah we can get that out the way but today's story we're going to call my match jay so jay when i matched him i got real excited he was a tall athletic piece of chocolate and i mean like he was fit and back then i was real shallow with my type um my type back then was he had to have locks he had to be taller than me he had to be athletic or actually bone skinny i don't know why i wanted to look like the number 10 with my man but it is what it is if y'all didn't know i'm plus size so i don't know why i wanted to look like uh, a fucking number with him but that's how that's how that's what how I wanted it back then so Jay very tall he was 6'4 maybe 6'5 chocolate played basketball like everything I ever hoped for um it was too good to be true so 
I believed in baller babies back then. So the moment I matched him, I started praising. Oh, shut no, no, no. I didn't praise correctly, but I was hype. I was stepping. I'm like, hell yeah, shouting and shit. Because I did not expect to pull this. And I'm not saying I'm ugly. But you know when a motherfucker's too fine, who, whatever the case may be, and you a fine motherfucker, you still got that voice in the back of your head like, hold on now, how did I do this? Oh, wait, I'm the coochie man. That isn't, that was a horrible joke. I'm sorry. You're going to get a lot of those. <laughs> but yeah, so I matched him and he hit me up talking about, you know, hey, what's up? My fine took a lot. And I'm like, ooh, I'm like, ooh. So he's talking to me, he's flirting with me. And I think after two days, he had asked me if I wanted to go get coffee with him after work. I was working long days and I was like, okay, um, I'd love to. So we set it up. Um, we set a time and I told him where I worked um, so that he could meet me there or meet me in the neighborhood. And then we can go, you know, we can go from there. I think I told him to meet me at like Atlantic Mall or some shit. Um, <laughs> So, because I was so skeptical about how fine he was, I was perfectly prepared for the fallout of this. So, you know what I did? I employed my two best friends to tag along and shadow the date just in case anything popped off. And when I say anything popped off, I mean, he. what if he wasn't him, you know? Like, what if he was a catfish? I was perfectly prepared. So, my friends, they came to me. They met me after work. We walked to Atlantic Mall together get to Atlantic Mall and I start texting him asking him where he's at nothing I'm like wow damn that's crazy so as my best friends and I killed time we just got real real hungry so we decided to go to Applebee's so as I'm sitting in Applebee's my friends are showing me the disguises they came up with mind you he has never seen them so why these bitches decided to bring a disguise was be and me i was in tears later that night i had finally gotten home and i looked him up and i don't know what dawned on why I, it didn't dawn on me to look him up before that so i started looking him up looking him up and i finally found him guess what motherfucker had a girlfriend how i knew that national girlfriend day or some shit had just passed and he posted her for the day talk my oh you know happy national girlfriend day to my wife ah ah and i'm like wow but what was crazy was i'm not saying that he wasn't a cheater and it wasn't the possibility but there was some detail in there that really rung a bell in my head that like yo i wasn't talking to him i was talking to a catfish because i think later on he did come back up on my tinder and he came up as a different name again so people were using his pictures to catfish other people which obviously makes sense you know he didn't an the person didn't answer me when i was ready to go out for this coffee date or whatever so literally like i said every time i'm gonna give y'all a little tender tale story time and give y'all my lesson learned my lesson learned from this one from jay every one of them is gonna get a nickname my lesson learned from jay is to look the motherfuckers up before you do anything it does not matter who you're meeting on these apps and what you intend to do with them you can really put yourself in a situation if you go blink with a catfish and i've never done that i'm gonna be honest i'm not saying that i'm the most careful person in the world but i can't tell you that i've actually successfully met up and realized the person that i um 
was talking to is not real so kudos to me pat on my back pop pop but um look them up before you go i don't care if they tell you that's real stalkerish that's weird i look up everybody i meet on those apps before i go see them and if they don't have social media i will spend three months talking to you until i feel comfortable enough with the idea of you but if i could find you on social media i'll be more inclined to you know whatever see you in person but it has to be consistent look the motherfuckers up and if you need help looking up these motherfuckers ask my friends i'm the fbi agent you need hit me up and i'll help you feel me i'll do it i don't give a fuck but with that being said let me get out of here thank you guys so much for listening and taking your time with me today i know this is probably a boring filler episode but i'm trying to get my creative juices back i've just been really in a sulk lately but I still want to talk to y'all. I still want to have fun with my people. So I will see you guys next week. And as you know, nothing goes better with tea than more tea. So come back with your cup full next week. Bye.